Super Talk Mississippi media production. I think it's Eastern. All right, Van Cleef, cool. All right, joining us now on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Former Mississippi State quarterback, now the head coach down at Van Cleef High School, Kevin Fant. Kevin, you were, we're going to talk about the 2001 Egg Bowl. Uh, you know that came at the end of, a, of an odd season for Mississippi State. Obviously, 9/11 happened and, and and you know switched some things around. So this was not the final game of the year. Just how odd was that to not be playing Ole Miss last in 2001? It was a changeup. I mean, that uh, it was bigger fish to fry at that time of year with everything that's going on. It was kind of. I know we was hoping to play BYU in the heat because we had to go up there and play in the different atmosphere, and we was hoping to get them down here in the heat. And then they get them at the end of the year, and it's cold, and it's more of their type of uh, temperature and weather conditions. And then for the Egg Bowl itself, you know, a, a cold night as well there in Starkville. Um, you know, Coach Cheryl, he, he obviously, you know, he, he understood the Egg Bowl. He took it seriously. He always, you know, had that, that game circled on his calendar. What was the message in, in the locker room prior to that particular game? I mean, it's always the same when it comes to rivalry. It's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it's trying to keep your players' emotions in check. You know, you want to play with high intensity, but you don't want to let your emotions get involved because when your emotions get involved, then you make bad decisions, and a lot of times that happens with rivalry when it gets really intense, and there's nothing wrong with intensity. You want to play intense and uh, play with a, you know, a lot of effort and intensity, but when the emotions get involved and you let your emotions get in the way, that's when bad decisions happen, and that's in everyday life too with your family and your wife and uh, personal relationships, friends. You can't get too emotional about everything, so I think – most rivalry games when it comes to coaches and coach should the same is you want to preach the same things about intensity and playing with uh, a lot of spunk to you, but uh, that's the biggest thing in my opinion when it comes to big rivalries is keeping your emotions in check. You had played in this game the year before when Wayne Madkin had gone down with illness up there in Oxford. This was the first egg bowl for the guy Cross. Guy, I don't know if you remember his name or not, Eli Manning. Uh, he went on to do a couple things. I, I don't. I don't really keep up with Ole Miss players all that much. I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't either. But you know, you you know Eli Manning. You know the name. What did it mean to be going head to head with him? Well, it was. It wasn't nothing new. We uh we went to camp together and we battled at a camp and so I'd already went head to head with him before that time coming out of high school. So wasn't a big deal. I, I was. I was used to big rivalries and big competition coming out of Moss Point, and I didn't think nothing of it. You know, he was just another guy I was going against, and I had the opportunity to actually work the Manning Academy with him when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So I got to know him a little bit, the whole Manning crew. So uh, there's nothing new. I mean, yeah, he, he turned out and had a great career even after college, and he was a great player. And that night we just uh, happened to be playing better. One thing about this game that I always come back to is that just midway through the game, out of nowhere, I feel like Jackie Sherrill invented the Wildcat. <laughs> I, I, I had never seen it before, but they, you did some direct snap stuff to Ray Ray Bivens. What, what, what sparked that? When did he install it? And, and should we give Jackie Sherrill credit for inventing that formation? 
Well, when it comes to football, you know, you can say this and Benedict and Emory Ballard is the wing tee, but not the wing tee, the wishbone, but, you know, it, uh, football things come full circle, you know. You know, your full wide comes along in high school, and then uh, power running games comes back. So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't jump out there and say he invented it, but it was definitely a mix-up. You know, I think if I remember right, we was on about the 10 to 20-yard line. I can't remember. And Ray Ray shifts in there to quarterback and runs a like a sweep around the right side mm-hmm. and jumps in with the ball high in the air. And it was a great play and great uh, mix-up at that time. I want to talk about just a little bit about this game. <laughs> Uh, the one we're having on Thursday, because I, anytime I get a chance to talk to a quarterback for, under any circumstances, I ask him this. How much would you enjoy playing in the offense Mississippi State runs right now? <laughs> I've been asked that a few times. Yeah, I, I don't, you ask any quarterback on the planet, does he want to throw it more? doesn't matter if he throws it 10 times a game or 50 times a game. They want to throw it again. That's just wanting the ball in your hands and want the situation in your hands. That comes from playing that position. If you're any good at that position and you're a leader, you want the ball in your hands. And, yeah, I would like, I would love to throw it more. And if a quarterback says he don't, I question whether he's a true quarterback. But I say that, and I always got to say this, too. How do I put it? Um, to me, I'm a little bit old school, mm-hmm. and – I believe a running game is a quarterback's best friend also. Mm-hmm. So being able to run the football, especially in SEC, does open up some things. And at that time, you know, we were a power running game, and we had some good backs. And <clears throat> we, uh, you know, unfortunate when my turn to take over, we had a lot of injuries up front and some mishaps, but that's just the way life is. You mentioned those running backs. Desenzo Miller had 100 yards rushing this game. Dante Walker uh, scored three touchdowns. Also three inter- three interceptions. You know, Eli, I think, in that game had only thrown maybe two or three picks all year, and, and State got him three times, two of them by Corey Banks, who was a notorious trash talker. Did he have anything in particular to say after that game that you remember? Well, he, he did run that mile a good bit. He was. <laughs> I don't think he, you know, I came in, Fred Smoot, Fred come out of, junior college and I was coming out of high school and got to play against him in high school so uh, I don't think he is he runs up mile quite as much as Smoot did but he was he was knocking on the door he was close <laughs> end of the game 36-28 is the final score you get to lift the the egg ball trophy what does that moment mean to, to a Mississippi State football player uh, it means a lot um, you know you grow up in the state and asked that question the other day. I, you know, when I was doing my recruiting process, that was one of the big things at the end is I wanted to stay in the state of Mississippi. And you grow up watching ball or either looking at the paper or, and seeing about Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss, and, and you read about the egg ball. Even though if you don't keep up with football, you know what's going on this week. Even if you're not a football fan, you know what the Egg Bowl is. And to be able to host that, tro- host that trophy up meant a great deal because I got a picture in my wife's office at the house that my kids get to look at 
I guess I can't remember who took it. I think the newspaper did at that time, and I got a copy of it. And you know, my kids were young, and they still are young, but they asked me about that picture, and so the meaning and the meaning of that just keeps living on through my kids. That's really cool. One last question before we get you out of here, Kevin. You know, yeah, you're a, you're a coach. Obviously, you you played under Coach Cheryl. What's something that Coach Cheryl did as a coach that you do as a coach? Well, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, you might laugh. You know, uh, he taught me how to deal with media in tough situations. <laughs> I have got and, that. That's fine. <laughs> well, uh, and you laugh because, you know, there were some tough situations. Uh, NCAA had come in investigating Coach Cheryl and some things, and there were some things that I was asked through the media that was tough to ask. And, you know, Coach Cheryl did teach me. He said, son, when you ask the question that is degrading to teammates or maybe a situation you don't want to talk about, just start talking about another good situation and don't stop talking until they forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got good at that. You know, somebody asked, why didn't your offensive line block very well, Kevin? I just sit there and start talking about how good Desenzo did. <laughs> so, I mean, because in high school, you know, sometimes newspapers don't ask a hard question to teenagers, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But when you become a young man in college, you got to start learning to deal with those tough situations, those tough questions. And uh, that's one of the big things I learned from him coming into high school coaching is, uh, you know, dealing with parent situations and, uh, dealing with uh, the media. That's good stuff there, Kevin. really appreciate that. Kevin <laughs> Fant, former MSU quarterback, now, like I said, down there at Van Cleve, uh, coaching the football team down there. Great to have you on. Have a happy Thanksgiving, my friend, and uh, hopefully if you're up here in Starville sometime, we can get together. All right, man. Talk to you later. Have, have a good one. All right, that's Kevin Fant here on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back with Sports Talk Mississippi right after this. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.